BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm your host, Lauren Elizabeth. And I don't know much, but I do know that I can learn from my mistakes and my lived experience. And I'm on the older side now. Okay, let's be honest, I'm not. I'm over 28 and a half. I think I'm veering on 28 and three quarters. And if I've learned anything, it's stuff about relationships because I've maybe was a love addict in another life. In the by another life, I mean this one. So today I'm going to do something like I've never done before because I was thinking about my mood. And so for this week's mood for thought, I was like, I kind of want to go through some signs about what it feels like to be in a healthy relationship because I really feel it and I've been thinking about it a lot and it's obviously something I haven't fully experienced before and we also obviously always talk about online too maybe on other podcasts or just social media I always see people talking about like the bad things right like red flags toxic relationships which is so helpful because it kind of points things out to us so we know what to look for but we don't want to neglect like the good stuff too to not only be like grateful for it and recognize it but then also make sure you're realizing what feels good because even if your relationship isn't perfect you have to clock the good feelings so that you know oh wait this is good like I want to feel this again that's kind of always what I said with dating like going on dates even if it wasn't like the right person or whatever it's like this experience of oh I really like how he liked how he treated me this way and I want that more like I don't really like him but I did like this aspect so we're going to get into all of that. But first, let's obviously dive into best mood and worst mood of the week. You can't have a best without your worst. It's going to happen. And we're here to just reflect on it, learn from it, and be grateful for it. For my best mood this week, kind of lame and boring, but I just feel like if you're a Midwest girly or even maybe an East Coast girly, actually, isn't the weather in Los Angeles really bad right now? I don't feel bad for them. I really don't because we all deal with it every single year and they're like dealing with it for the first time ever. But I do know the feeling of seasonal depression and therefore my best mood is that I'm excited for spring. It was obviously officially like the first day of spring, I believe this week. Could be totally wrong. Don't care. But the weather is starting to get better. Not 100%. It has still been pretty shitty. But like I went shopping and was browsing around and although the weather is not totally synced up with the style yet I don't think mother nature and Zara have really gotten together in quite some time 
but the hope is on the horizon. Like I'm excited because I also think that spring, like spring and fall are just such easier things to dress for and to socialize in and just like feel good. Like I need my hot girl walks. They're so important for the silly little mental health. I need to be able to wear different clothing because I just do like I like I said I went to Zara and there were so many cute things but I was just thinking to myself okay but it's still a little too cold to wear this right now so I'm still like in my sweatpants and trench coat era which honestly I think is absolutely adorable and so cute I show it on my TikTok and Instagram and my boyfriend always says you put on that jacket and think you're like literally wearing an outfit but you're still wearing pajamas and I'm like sir you don't know anything about fashion. Look it up, sweetie. I mean, he's not wrong, but he's not right. So I'm so excited for spring. I think going out in the world, <laughs> dare I say, made me really excited because I just started seeing more like spring color flowers. Like I bought pink flowers. I was like, ooh, yes, girl, go off. And then I saw all the cute clothes and knew that it's on the horizon, you guys. We're getting so close. It's gonna be amazing and I cannot wait. It's giving me hope. This is always the time of year too that's like just absolutely brutal. Usually it's worse because there's way more people going on vacation and living their best lives in Los Angeles on Instagram. And I feel like everyone's pretty collectively miserable, but this is definitely the time of the year where it's like, okay, I need to take a vacation or something because I'm gonna die. I sound like I'm gonna die right now, but I'm like honestly just trying really hard not to burp. My worst mood this week, and it's so annoying when your worst mood is something that you're legitimately just doing and you could just force yourself to stop doing yet you don't like this is fully my fault and this is why we do best mood worst mood because we recognize our moods and understand and like reflect on them and it's making me smarter but I'm still not changing it right for worse this week it's avoidance and it's avoiding my texts I don't know what has come over me I'm usually not that bad of a texture because it really bothers me when there's like unread texts on my phone like the little blue dot bothers me same with Instagram and also like I usually don't care like I just text people back it's like very not intrusive to my life I guess because there's a full screen in between us like we're not hanging out but for some motherfucking reason I am avoiding my text messages like the plague and it's giving me so much stress and literally driving me crazy and this is why I'm saying like this is the definition definition of insanity it's doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result like why don't I just fucking text people back since I you know do this reflection for a living of what the fuck is wrong with me I've definitely tried to pull trigger and just like respond to people more because it's driving me so insane because I feel like and this is what I was thinking about too when I was preparing for this episode I was thinking there's just such a different feeling of like procrastination versus avoidance and I know that they're extremely similar and I could say that I'm like procrastinating texting people back because I guess I technically am but I just feel like it's gives it so much more of how I'm really feeling when I use the word avoidance like I'm just avoiding it and it's not like anything bad is happening but it's like I'm making it bad by avoiding it and it's driving me fucking nuts what is wrong with me like literally normal text messages hey how are you oh my god called you back gives me a pit in my stomach do not want to text back cannot respond took me a week to text one of my friends back and call her back what is wrong with me so saying it out loud obviously I've reflected on it but then like really saying it out loud to you guys we are going to try to move forth and like not be piece of shit human beings for the next week because it's literally just driving me insane too I mean I'm sure no one's noticing no one's like oh my god Lauren's the worst because if we know anything we know that no one's thinking about us all the time we're only thinking about ourselves but still like it's fucking driving me nuts 
what what is wrong with me what am I doing like what am I avoiding like what is my subconscious trying to protect me from I don't know I don't want to know I just want to fucking text people back and stop being so annoyed and avoiding wow I got really heated right there I'm not okay I'm so happy that we're partnered with Athletic Greens because I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every single day. I first gave them a try because I saw a bunch of my friends using it and I love the idea of being able to drink something that's good for you as opposed to just kind of adding supplements and all these different pills and getting all confused. I really wanted something that would give me a really good boost of energy and protect my immune system and just feel like, ooh, I'm really just giving myself all the good stuff. I take it in the morning on an empty stomach because that's kind of like a little wellness part of my day and it just makes me feel ready to go ready to take on the day it's like we talked about small ways to habit track and that's just such an easy box to check off in the morning like drank my ag1 by athletic greens drank my matcha made my bed like you're already crushing it and it's so so good for your body you're covering your nutritional bases i've gotten so many people onto ag1 it's actually one of the most kind of in person or text messages haha text messages that people send me I literally had to text someone back last night this is something I was almost avoiding because I just have been avoiding my phone but someone said do you have like a link for athletic greens and so I had to go dig through my podcast notes and just make sure that it was mood which it is and you guys will have it too because everyone I've gotten everyone obsessed with it it's daily nutrients long-term gut health it's way more than just greens even though I do love that it's green it's all your key health products like multivitamins minerals pre probiotics and more all working together as one so it's going to help the gut so your whole body can thrive i've noticed such an improvement in my overall energy boost skin gut all that good stuff i feel great the boys in my life love it like i said everyone does so if you want to take ownership of your health today is a really good time to start athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to athleticgreens.com mood that's athleticgreens.com mood so go check it out and a lot of people i see on instagram too and what i have always done is you put the vitamin d into your athletic greens in the morning so it's like two in one like boom habit stacking we love it Let's jump into mood boosters. My first mood booster is Flav City. His name is Bobby. He has an Instagram account that I found through Jackie Oshray. They just did like a video together. And so I started following him after she started tagging him. And I have always loved and kind of always said that I don't do diets. I don't do limitations or anything like that with food. I just really like to check ingredients because as long as it's kind of like that homegrown vibe, I feel good about what I eat like as long as it's just regular cheese or like good meat or whatever it is like I don't want to limit anything but obviously we know that like beef from McDonald's is not as good as beef from X, Y, or Z. You know what I mean? And so I've loved following him because he goes through like the grocery store and explains like how to look at the back of packaging and look at ingredients. And one thing I didn't know that I learned in the past week or so from him and Jackie is that Dave's bread, the bread that I've like literally eaten for years, which isn't horrible by any means. It just has like added sugar for no reason. And it's not as good as another brand. And it's called Sprout Power or something. I don't know. I posted it on Instagram. But I bought that bread instead of Dave's because Bobby told me to, essentially. And I even like the way it tastes better. I feel better about putting it into my body. And I really do feel 
like the mind body connection is so important and I feel like when you feel good about what you're eating and you don't shame yourself or guilt yourself you're not like oh my god I'm eating bread I'm eating carbs it's like I know that this is Bobby approved that this is amazing bread because it's sprouted it's so good for me doesn't have anything added that's bad for me like having that energy coincide with my food like that is so much better for your body I don't know like it just I, I really think that that's like a hack to feeling your best and maybe trimming down or slimming down or whatever it's because your mind is in the right spot and you're not restricted like it's just it's it's a lifestyle shift you know that was like my biggest one was kind of learning about like the bread this week but I'm definitely have been watching his Instagram account it's F-L-A-V City and watching how he looks at the back of packages and like what he says about certain ingredients and stuff to look for like even with like tomato sauces and stuff like that so I just it's absolutely how I live my life it's totally always for me been about ingredients what's in the food not like what the food means to people on social media of like dairy is bad carbs are bad meat is bad it's like I just want to like actually know like what it is and that it's real so 10 out of 10 recommend following him he's just like a normal guy and it's not like this like Instagram fluff whatever it's just very very helpful so thank you Jackie Oshray as well my next mood booster is you guys know that I love Frida McFadden's work on the Kindle Unlimited section. She wrote The Housemaid and Never Lie, which are two books that I recommended to you guys that I love so much. And I started reading the sequel because you guys alerted me when I said last time that I loved The Housemaid, that there was actually a follow-up coming out in just a few weeks. It has been just a few weeks and I started it. And I read so much in January and I really kind of fell off in February. So I wanted to read The Housemaid and then we're reading The Love Hypothesis for Book Club next week. And for me, I feel as though doing The Housemaid sequel first did I say sequel that time? The first time? Well, it's the sequel. I'm obviously not rereading a book. I'm literally not that. I, I don't have the attention span for that. But I figured it would be a good way to like get me in to the groove. Just whip through the sequel and then whip right into the love hypothesis. The love hypothesis has like 35,000 or something fucking crazy reviews on Goodreads and stuff. I, I The only thing that's a turnoff to me is that it's like science question mark. But I mean, you can't argue with that many rave reviews. So I'm really hoping that we all like it. Book Club is like on Wednesday next week. So I'll let you guys know because we have not liked the past two books. We have not liked A Flicker in the Dark. And we have not liked, what was the other one? The It Girl. Like not like hated, hated. They didn't love it as much as I loved like Never Lie and The Housemaid, which were like total page turners. So freaking good. My last mood booster is the snail mask and I don't know how I stumbled upon this on Amazon I've obviously like vaguely heard about like snail mucin or whatever it came up on my Amazon and it's obviously in my Amazon storefront hashtag influencer it's CosRx or something like that again so many freaking reviews under this product like so many people are obsessed and I got a facial a week or two ago so I've been doing like a face mask once a week I did this really awesome one last week from Dr. Jart that was like this drying clay that was really good for like the kind of week after the facial and then last night I did the snail mucin mask oh my god I even like just took the leftover serum was like rubbing it on my hands and my neck and was like this shit slippity slapperies, you guys holy fuck snail mucin is no joke no snails were harmed in the process of making this product so it says online 
So funny, I was scrolling on TikTok, you know, when you see something, see something, say something. But also when you see something, it just kind of keeps coming back around to you. Ken Yurick, you know, that girl on Instagram, she's like really cute. She's a firecracker with bleach blonde hair. She was talking about how her skin looks so good and so glowy. And she was saying how she was using this snail mucin. And I was like, oh my God, wait, that I have the snail mucin. So that was actually what made me go do the face mask because your girl is forgetful. And I'm, I'm telling you, I just say like, let's call it now. Maybe more people are going to be talking about snail mucin. I say that five times fast. I'm going to put everything on Instagram, but everything's also in my Amazon storefront. What if you could finally have a bra that makes your boobs look and feel amazing and is actually super comfortable to wear all day? Third Love's 24-7 classic t-shirt bra will make your boobs look great, period. You guys, I have never been so shook to the core in my life seeing my boobs in this bra. Like, kid you not, I was never a bra girl till I put this sucker on and I was like, oh my god, like this is what I'm supposed to look like. It's super supportive and comfortable and it's not gonna show through your clothes, which is what I love because I don't like the look of the bra, right? Like I just like to look like, oh my God, she's so effortless. Like she just woke up like this. Like her boobs are just like that. That's what this bra does. It's made millions of women and their boobs very happy. It's designed for your body and it even comes in half cup sizes. So you always get the perfect fit. I love that it's so comfortable because the reason I stopped wearing bras a while ago when my boobs were actually smaller and I could get away with it is because I was just so uncomfortable. I didn't like the feeling of it. And I would always just wear like a sports bra because like that's how much I hated bras. But when I got the 24-7 bra, oh my God, like the straps just stay in place. My boobs aren't like kind of spilling out on the sides because I feel like I have like wide boobs. I've always said that. Like they don't go out. They go to like the sides. And so it just kind of like keeps them exactly how they're supposed to look. No itchy tags. And like I said, you can't see it through your clothes. So it's not like untrendy. I don't know. I also feel like there's so many tops that just look better with boobs and look better when they're just kind of like perky and like in the right spot. And so this bra has really come in handy for like elevating my looks in that way. And it obviously is so much easier to find what bra size you need because like who the frick is going to the mall and measuring their bras or their boobs not their bras both I don't know you use the fitting room quiz because your bra size can actually change like six or more times throughout your life and like the only time I ever measured my bra size was when I was like in high school so I had to do the fitting room quiz it makes it so easy it's like having a personal shopper but better and it focuses on like your size your breast shape kind of how I was talking about your style and it's just gonna help you find a bra that's perfect for you it's helped over 20 million women find their true bra size and you could be next Never get stuck with a bad bra again. They have their perfect fit promise and return and exchanges are free for 60 days. I also love that Third Love is the largest donor of undergarments in the U.S., partnering with organizations across the United States. They have donated over $50 million worth of bras to help people in need. Incredible. Ditch your bad bras, get better ones that make you look and feel great. Upgrade your bra today and get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com mood. That's 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com mood. So for this week's mood for thought, I was thinking, hmm, I guess I've just been clocking so many little things that I feel and that are different in my current relationship as opposed to other. And it's not like I'm comparing my relationship now to others. It's just when you feel a certain way and you notice that you're doing something or have been doing something, you're like, oh, whoa, like I've never felt this way before. This has never really been a thing in a relationship before. It's even more obvious to me because I know that I've truly never been in a healthy relationship. And I think it's really important to recognize that we are responsible for half of the energy and 
work in any relationship in our lives obviously especially romantic ones since that's what we're talking about on our side of the street right it's all about like keeping your side of the street clean it's like self-love like trauma healing knowing your needs knowing how to communicate like knowing what you want what you deserve because of your confidence and so I know that in the past a lot of my relationships were unhealthy because I couldn't communicate my needs and I didn't know I was allowed to have needs and I was in a scarcity mindset I was so afraid of being abandoned just so so many issues that I allowed right so it's like I was responsible for my 50% of the relationship and in going through you know a really bad breakup that kind of made me realize the other people I'd like had dated in my 20s and like even like maybe like thinking about high school manipulation and whatever I was like okay this is like my shit that I have to deal with right and so I've been on a very long journey of dealing with my shit but ultimately too don't forget it's not like oh I've been only dealing with my own shit not putting myself back out there waiting till I'm perfect to date again and find the right guy like that has not been it at all I have been a big advocate for still living life making mistakes figuring it out with experience even though I am fully in a healthy relationship now not a perfect relationship a healthy relationship which is just like wild to even say like it doesn't even feel normal coming out of my mouth but it's just true so true to the point where like I've even talked to my therapist about things and she's like that's normal that's healthy that's good and I'm like oh it is okay great because I'm just like you know was so afraid in the beginning and it was so weird to get used to but going on dates and dating other people the you know couple years few years whatever in between my big breakup and my current relationship it helped me learn a lot right so it's not like I was like hiding behind the scenes keeping my head down like becoming this perfect person healing all my trauma I don't you guys know me like I'm not like over here being like 75 hard of healing like no I would last like four fucking days okay but I have put in a lot of work like I don't want to discredit myself and talk down to myself because that's also one of my like bad coping mechanisms in life is like telling myself I'm stupid etc I have put a lot of work into myself and I think the fact that I was able to go into this relationship a hundred percent as myself with obviously care like it's not like I don't care or didn't care about him or what happened to him or whatever like I subconsciously did but I definitely was like putting myself first and had a better mindset about the relationship that wasn't fueled by scarcity I wasn't afraid of him leaving I knew that everything happens for a reason and that every relationship has served me in some way thus far and so as much as I want something to work out and I'm having a good time like I know no matter what I'm going to be okay because I've dealt with some of the worst pain the worst loss whatever and I still got to the other side and experienced joy laughter all that stuff again so as much as it fucking sucks I don't need to protect myself from that pain because I know I'm able to get through it and I know that you have to go through that shit to get to the good shit and I will say that slowing down and focusing on myself made it easier for me to keep the relationship healthy and understand it as it was happening because it was just like a, a, a shock I was very confused at first I knew subconsciously that I was drawn to him and wanted to keep hanging out with him and spending time with him but logically I couldn't make sense of things in my head because there was even one point where I was like do I even really like him that much because I didn't feel so anxious and I wasn't like freaking out like oh my god he's gonna leave and like ah 
And I associated that with love. And so when I felt like safe and calm, I was like, hmm, well, what the fuck is that about? And I like literally had to slow down and like talk to friends and talk to my therapist and kind of like walk through it because it was like subconsciously like I knew that I wanted to be with him and I kept wanting to spend time with him. Like I wasn't avoiding him or anything like that. I was just like trying to make sense of things in my head being like, wait, but like I'm not freaking out. And then me being like, wait, that's actually probably a good thing because freaking out's not healthy like you should feel safe so knowing my needs and knowing and understanding signs of a healthy relationship helped me build that foundation from the beginning think about someone who has changed your life for the better how incredible would it be if your company could find more of those life-changing people right when you needed them if you're hiring you need indeed indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract interview and hire all in one place Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed's Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed's employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Something I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring in one place so easy because of that Instant Match. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are through Three times more likely to apply to your job than just candidates you're going to see in a search according to the us indeed data and they're doing the hard work for you so you sponsor a job and boom instant match is showing you candidates whose resumes on indeed fit your job description immediately after you post so with instant match you can start hiring fast join over 3 million businesses worldwide using indeed to hire great talent fast it's not easy but it is with indeed you guys and indeed knows when you're growing your business you have to make every dollar count that's why with indeed you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements visit indeed.com mood to start hiring now just go to indeed.com mood that's indeed.com mood terms and conditions apply cost per application pricing not available for everyone need to hire you need indeed so the reason I thought about doing this podcast episode too is because of like I said the things and the feelings that I was clocking lately and I think they're different now than maybe they even were a few months ago because they're always changing you know you're always like learning about each other and growing together but there's been like key things that I've really noticed over time that have made me understand what a healthy relationship is and a lot are obviously just like me things like how I'm reacting and how I'm dealing and I started noticing that you know once the honeymoon phase is over obviously because I think during the honeymoon phase too I guess let's take it one step back too I think initially just presenting myself like appearance wise and personality wise as of course you know like I wanted to look pretty and I was excited and I would dress up and care like you know all that you know typical girly stuff but I wasn't avoiding him when I didn't feel perfect or I didn't feel 100% like I just genuinely felt comfortable in my in myself and comfortable around him so I wasn't kind of like bringing extra makeup or bringing makeup wipes or whatever like I was just being myself because that's just not my personality you know and it's like if that's your personality that's you being 100% yourself like that's totally fine like it's just it's not mine and so like sometimes looking like a hot mess and being silly and goofy and then sometimes like being really really put together and all done up like 
showing both sides of my personality, not just like the what I deem as perfect and good enough or had in the past. That was definitely a sign during the honeymoon phase because it actually allowed us to fall more in love because we were able to be sillier and goofier and put walls down and go through things together. And then obviously once the honeymoon phase was over, what I really started noticing, because like at that point, like it's still the honeymoon phase. Like I'm just having so much fun because I've never felt so myself and so just able to like be fully comfortable. And then when you start bickering and you start going through things, what I noticed as like the biggest thing, which was slightly obviously a concern at first, was that I guess I didn't know that we were building a foundation of like a healthy relationship. I didn't have this feeling of like scarcity of like, oh my God, like he's gonna leave. And I think also like you have to realize that I've done so much work on myself to be able to like control and self-soothe and have the tools for my anxiety. So I know that it's like not just, oh my God, I found the perfect person for me. It's like I became the best version of myself too. And I think that's really important when you're focusing on signs of a healthy relationship because A, you have to take self-accountability and you have to be self-aware and you have to work on yourself. Like no one's gonna fix you b how are you going to be a good partner and how are you going to be able to grow with someone if like you're not keeping your side of the street clean and so when we first started fighting like there were a few times times where i just even like little things that i would in the past be so freaked the fuck out over and just be like oh my god i'm so sorry like you're right i'm so sorry you're right i'm the worst there were just little things where I was like, you're wrong. No. And I'm not saying that like fighting is, you know, you're right, I'm wrong. But for me, it was just so fucking different to be like, I don't agree with you. This is how it made me feel. And this is unacceptable because I have never in my motherfucking life put my foot down in a relationship because I've never been confident enough in myself to do so. It's not that no one has fucked with me before. It's not that I haven't felt a certain way before. I've simply been so afraid of abandonment that I'm willing to kind of like gloss over everything. And so right away, I realized like when we would get in some bickering or arguments or whatever, I was like not backing down. I think this caused for a little bit of like growth on my part too because I had to like get off this like power trip, this power high because I was realizing this and working through it in therapy and with friends and I was like, I've never felt like this before. Like having power, being the one that's right and like having someone who like loves me and listen, like it was so hard for me to not just like take advantage of that power and like turn into almost <laughs> the fucking thing I hate and have dated before which obviously I didn't but I clocked it and so that was like a big sign for me number one was just like sticking up for myself sticking up for my own needs even in the little things like even in the little bickering moments like I didn't have that pit in my stomach or my heart drop and be like I have to put on a show I have to be perfect like I have to make him happy no like I don't fuck with this and I'm telling you that I don't fuck with this And at the beginning, obviously, of a relationship, you know, like, you're not so invested. So, like, you do know in the back of your head, like, maybe this won't work. And so the fact that I still knew in the back of my head, maybe this won't work, but I still felt okay, I think is so fucking important. Like, I don't think it makes me love him any less. I think it's a sign that, like, I love myself so much that I'm not willing to bend over backwards or sacrifice myself and in order to love you, I need to be 100% myself and be able to be myself. And like, if I can't love you in the right way and like we can't love each other, like it's just not gonna work and that is okay. That is okay. It's not like I frame every argument or every 
bickering or disagreement as like my way or the highway I'm right you're wrong and like I love myself more than you it's not that it's just those kind of like morals and that knowing in yourself when it comes down to like what's really important because we do have to compromise and I do have to admit when I'm wrong and it was tough at the beginning because like I said I was on that fucking power trip and like I was like this is amazing like I don't want to be wrong noticing that I was able to stick up for myself and noticing that I knew I would be okay if he left because I want to be with someone who doesn't fucking leave and so if you're gonna leave be my fucking guest and I got pretty cutthroat about it I got pretty fucking hardcore about it but I'm very self-aware so I was able to work through like finding my gentler side finding my more loving side like it was like a pendulum right it was like I swung so far to the left of being a fucking pushover piece of shit letting someone stomp all over me to the other side of like I'm a power trip I'm the president of the United fucking States of America bitch bow down now I'm at a happy middle I'm in a happy medium. The last few years have taught us how important mental health is to our overall state of well-being. I don't even have to tell you, you guys. You know I struggle with anxiety, depression, stress. Sometimes I sleep too much. Sometimes I don't sleep enough. And the way it affects my mood when I'm not taking care of myself is it's just a non-negotiable for me. It's like just as important as my physical health. And that's why once I discovered Headspace, I started seeing so much improvements in my mood, my relationships, my life. Headspace helps improve your mental health through guided meditations, mindfulness practices, breathing and calming exercises, and so much more. These tools can help reduce anxiety, boost your mood, and help you sleep better. Something that really helped me in my relationship too was the breathing exercises and the meditation because it was remind me to pause when I was having those feelings of getting really worked up or wanting to kind of speak before thinking or maybe not opening my heart up as much and wanting to be compassionate and empathetic because I was on that power trip, right? So all of this work with Headspace really helped me find the present moment when I needed to and ground myself because it was also reducing my stress and anxiety in my everyday life. And Headspace combines scientifically proven benefits of meditation and mindfulness with modern practices through their experienced meditation teachers. With customized, personalized approaches to help you navigate through all of life's moments, big and small. The wide range of teachers with diverse backgrounds and areas of expertise ensure that there's a teacher and content to help you. So whether you're a first timer or you've been practicing for years, they have you covered. And when you only have a few minutes to get in the right Headspace, there are programs to do on the go when pressed for time. So if you're someone that's still like learning right away, like maybe even just with like family boundaries or whatever, it's so nice to just be able to step away, put in a headphone, like go on a walk and just bring yourself back down to the present moment in reality, you guys. I'm telling you, it's a fucking game changer. Headspace has the world's largest library of content with over 1,000 hours of clinically proven mental health exercises. I personally like the quick ones or ones that just make me fall asleep, wake up in the morning, on a walk, while I'm cooking. Honestly, I do it everywhere now. I really do. Headspace has helped me and more than 100 million people worldwide and they can help you too. So listen, Listen up, you do not want to miss this. I've arranged something special. For a limited time, all of you can try Headspace free for 30 days by going to headspace.com slash mood 30 day. You won't find this offer anywhere else. You must use my link, H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E dot com slash mood 30 day to unlock all of Headspace free.
for 30 days. This is not something they normally do. Go to headspace.com slash mood 30 day. Other little things that I've noticed too, because it really is about the small things, right? Like obviously there were big things about the way I communicated, the way I felt in moments of stress and anxiety, like not having full-blown panic attacks. I remember even like our biggest fight, I did have like crying, meltdown, panic, but I let him leave and I called my friends and I knew that he would come back even with our biggest fight. And that would not have flown for me years ago. Like that would be like me running, screaming, crying down the street, so scared, whatever. But like, I was still upset that he left and we talked about it, but I was comfortable in the fact of knowing that like I'm feeling bad things, but it's gonna be okay and we're gonna be okay because of our foundation. And then there's obviously like the little things that I've noticed that are just so special like just fully being myself, like being so stupid. I had this like weird thought the other day. I was actually telling a friend at dinner that I've never been with a guy the way I am around my brothers because like they're my brothers, right? So it's like I'm my grossest, my weirdest, my goofiest, just fully myself. And there was this moment and I clocked it and I was just being so weird and so just goofy, whatever the other week. And it reminded me of like, this is how I act when like I'm at my mom's house with my brothers and my mom just fucking around, kind of like how I told you guys about on the podcast. And it was just me and my boyfriend in my apartment. And it was just like this moment that brought me a lot of joy because I was like, wow, I'm being just 100% myself. Like I'm giggling, I'm laughing, I'm being silly. And he's not making fun of me or judging me or whatever. Like he's laughing with me and being silly and goofy too. And it's just like little moments like that. I personally have never experienced before. I'm not afraid to speak my mind, to say my needs, to communicate and to open up and be vulnerable. But I'm also like not afraid to just be silly and goofy and fully myself. And it's made for such a better relationship because it really is that feeling that's like so cliche that everyone says of like, oh, I'm dating my best friend. And there's a learning curve, obviously, because you can just tell like even as I'm saying it out loud, I'm thinking to myself, wow, it really sounds like I have a lot of fucking issues because the way that I compare myself to my previous self, I'm like, that girl was so toxic. <laughs> like, she was not okay. The fact that she would let a man treat her like that or like feel like that, what is wrong with her? No, sister. But like, she was me. And I had to learn through those experiences. And it's just being in a relationship where having this deep knowing that I don't have to change myself to be loved. And it's because I love myself and it's because obviously I experience the joy of being myself with someone that loves me. It just makes me look back and be like, I can't believe I would have settled for anything less. And I can't believe I thought that other feelings and other situations were normal. And this by no means means I'm in a perfect relationship at all. This is just like, we are allowed to celebrate the wins big and small. And we are allowed to notice the signs of a healthy relationship. And it also helps me notice too, like when I'm being unhealthy or like when I'm doing something like, I remember I was like tracking his location and like turning into a little bit of a psychopath like a month ago. It was because it was like the way that I was coping with something. And it was a fun experience to be a psycho fucking path for a minute. But like it was, it was not long term and it's not who I am. And I like had to snap myself out of it, you know? So it's like, I'm not perfect. He's not perfect. But the small things of not changing myself, fully 
showing up and wanting to be better and be compassionate, but also not sacrificing my values and my self-love and like my journey is so important. I finally even like implemented boundaries for the first time in my fucking life to the point where I didn't even know how to talk about it. I was like, hey, so you have an office and it is not in this apartment and you should go work there more and he was like what are you trying to say he's like do you want me to go work in the office and I was like "Mm, I feel like you want to go work like literally not me not being able to communicate but it was me just being like yo I need my space like get the fuck out of here literally get the fuck out you're driving me nuts and part of me was like so excited because I was like this is so fun and exciting that like I'm able to be in a normal relationship where I'm like he's driving me fucking crazy get out of here and then you know a few hours later oh I love you I miss you come back like let's hang out because that's normal and that's healthy it's not scarcity I'm not afraid that he's not gonna not come back that's called therapy hours and hours of therapy but I was able to like have a talk about boundaries with him of just like this is how I feel that it's like too much when we're both working from home it's not a big enough apartment and obviously sometimes it's okay and what I also noticed is that even just having the conversation made me feel lighter and better so it wasn't as much about like the physical boundary of like okay get the fuck out because obviously like he did he works a lot more from the office now god bless his soul but it was also just like being able to honestly say how I was feeling instead of avoiding it and like kind of tiptoeing around it I felt so much better like that day I thought to myself oh now I said it like now I really don't care if you go into the office or not my personality is so like fuck I saw this tiktok that was really good about it about how just like we're like it's like a people pleaser problem too of like when he's around I'm thinking like can I how can I make you happy what do you need from me I have to be a little bit on because I have to be available to you and when we're together that's another sign of a healthy relationship is like I don't feel like that all the time it's just kind of like this subconscious trauma that's ingrained in me I think it coincides with this like productivity hustle culture trauma that I have which is why during the day it's like more so like oh but when we are hanging out it's like I have no problem being like I want to watch something on tv go in the other room or I don't want to go do that I'm going to do my own thing I even used to this is so bad like this is why it's so embarrassing just like saying these things out loud but I remember that like there would be times where I wouldn't want to hang out with a guy because I would just want to have like a normal night to myself which listen alone time totally separate I still want that I still have that but there was this like toxic thinking of I don't want him to come over because I want to be gross and I want to eat pizza in bed and I want to not move for 12 hours and I just want to like maybe cry a little bit and like whatever and I would hide that part of myself because I wouldn't want them to see it or like maybe I would talk about it in hindsight because still not have them experience it no matter how I'm feeling I'm not like oh you have to go so I can like feel things and come back to you when I'm 100% better and perfect I'm like this is what I'm doing today you know I'm like this is I'm eating pizza in bed you're either with me or you're against me and both are like okay I'm not like I'm not like hey you have to be depressed with me but just being able to like actually fully be myself in the bad moments too not just like the silly goofy ones is so nice because like the fact that I wouldn't want to order a pizza and eat it by myself in bed with any other guy before a little bit concerning on Lauren's part but hey we're here and now I do it okay I hope that you can relate to like some of these things and maybe it's helpful too if you're single you're thinking about what you want in your next relationship or you think that maybe there's not hope like there a hundred percent is I promise you like I'm convinced I was put on this earth to like get the shit kicked out of me so that I could talk to you guys about it so the fact that I'm in a healthy relationship now is like slightly concerning it's like whoa when's the other shoe gonna drop but we're not gonna live in a scarcity mindset we're gonna embrace it we are podcasting about it we are recognizing it we're being self-aware still 
but we're happy about it and it's good and it's just it feels so good to know yourself know your worth love yourself and it makes for such a better fucking relationship and I promise you guys it exists it's gonna take work and it's gonna take time and it might take a little bit of heartbreak and all that shit along the way but you will learn you will better yourself and you will find someone that whatever your version of eating pizza in bed with pimple patches on and maybe slipping a toot on accident under the covers which I personally think is disgusting and hate saying out loud but like it happens okay you will find someone that is okay with that and that you can fully be yourself with and build a life with. I know it. I know it for you and I know it for me. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Mood. I hope it boosts your mood just a little bit. In the meantime, I'll talk to you guys on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth. New YouTube video up, youtube.com slash love Lauren Elizabeth. All the things. You can't get rid of me. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.